welcome to another episode and today's is gonna be a little bit more relaxed <laughs> like like it isn't always um but yeah i'm a bit tired i haven't made an episode in a while so i thought today we're going to talk about one of my recent posts now if you're not following me on twitter um you probably won't have seen that i posted a post where i rated some of my favorite games out of 10 and today i'm gonna go into those and why i think they're so good um if you want to follow me on twitter it's at the caden j the caden j and um yeah i feel like let's just get straight into it um <laughs> the first one on my list is cry of fear if you don't know cry of fear i believe was made on the half-life engine but it might not have been and um it's it's basically a game where the main character simon I think that's his name. Um, like a very depressed, very reclusive person. Um, basically, he's walking down the street of Stockholm, I believe, and gets hit by a car or something, and wakes up, and he's in hospital, I think. And um, like the whole city has kind of gone mad, and like there's a disease going around that's like infected people, kind of zombie-ish, but it's not really. What's funny about the game is it's very isolated, especially as there's enemies everywhere. I felt it was quite lonely, and I heard, weirdly enough, the game was actually a metaphor for depression. I think it actually was in the end, I don't remember. Spoilers. Um, it's something like that. Um, and I rated it a 9 out of 10. The vibe's terrifying. Very just lonely. Tell the type of person Simon is too, you know, he's got his hood up, he's sitting in the corner, just having a fag, you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty, um, yeah, it's pretty lonely. Um, the second one is, ah, Pathologic. Pathologic is one of my favourite games because of the vibe, I believe it was Russian made, and it's one of the hardest games ever played. I, I didn't finish it, but I started playing it, I hated it, so I watched someone else play it. But it, the vibe of the game, um, especially the first one, second one kind of, but not much, it's it's broken in like a purposeful way. The game plays, like, it's like the game hates you. It really, like, that's how I get it. It's got a very theatrical feel. Um, there's three main characters, the Bachelor, the Hero Specs, and the Changeling. I believe you play as a Bachelor and then get to choose second characters um, for the story my favourite storyline in Pathologic it's hard because it is definitely not a change wrong. it was either the Hero Specs or the Bachelor the Bachelor is probably like the more consistent one and the one that kind of like because you have to play it first and the first vibes of playing the game are always the best it's like it's like watching a movie it's always better the first time in some cases um but I did like the Hero Specs story. Um, so, 8 out of 10 for that. Love the theatrical theme. Number 3 is Harvester. Now, Harvester was probably the first, like, really gory horror game I ever um, played. Weirdly enough, technically I didn't play it. Didn't start playing it anyway. I watched it on YouTube first, and then years later played it. So, yeah, the music in the game is amazing. It's a point and click. And it just, it's got like this good cutscene in the game where you like zoom in around the temple and the 
way it's like it shows the whole town and just zooms out onto a crow on a wheelbarrow. Uh, it was actually banned in some countries because of one scene where it's like um, it's basically just gory. <laughs> I, f- I forgot to mention about Pathologic. Go on, that. The storyline is um, you're a doctor or doctors. What it, well, bachelor storyline. You're a doctor and you go in and to. Um, meet your father to cure the town of this weird plague and your father's dead <laughs> so then you have to do it all alone and basically the military comes in stops quarantining people but it's like the f- like flamethrowing people to stop this virus and spin that's how then a harvester is you wake up in a random town in a house who say they have family but you don't remember anything and you have to explore this town and try and join this weird cult it was basically ending I believe was like CIA mind training which was not the ending I expected but it was good number four uh, one of the most controversial games ever to exist uh, basically like if you've ever heard the phrases of ah oh, GTA is terrible it makes people want to kids want to drive buses and crash things Postal was the OG of that controversy game you should not like postal's basically where a guy who lives in a caravan i think it is basically snaps and thinks the cia are watching him schizophrenic and he um he basically just goes and kills this whole town and the game is you it's a polymetric i think they call it or iso something like that it's, it's top down and you have to just like kill your town and he's like this one guy with a gun just shoots everyone down eventually take down a military base the game's ending is actually really mad the last place you have to take down you didn't get to luckily is it just you don't expect it you go to the next level and it's a school you don't ever actually shoot it but the ending's kind of like it's quite disturbing actually and that was a six out of ten love the chaos silent hill now honestly silent hill's amazing uh i have a very very unpopular opinion I liked Silent Hill Downpour, <laughs> not as a Silent Hill game though. Even though it is, even though it is Silent Hill, Downpour was really good, but not to Silent Hill standards. Um, I don't even think I can tell you the Silent Hill story. There's so many of them. Uh, you got the movies, the games, other games. It's it just it's got very similar vibes to uh, Cry of Fear, but obviously anything you should say cry of fear has got similar vibes to silent hill but nine out of ten um good good, good. ah number six is call of cthulhu 10 out of 10 it makes me want to become a private detective so basically um is his name Piers? i can't remember that's bad that anyway there's a detective i'm gonna call pierce but i don't think that's his name um just gonna call him a detective and he, uh, he basically he's works in Boston, like really dead <laughs> detective, he's an alcoholic, and a guy comes in with a painting and says that his daughter, Sarah, I believe, painted this before she kind of died in a house fire, but he doesn't reckon she's dead. And she, it's basically like she's a famous paint, painter, and this one painting is just disturbing. It's not something she would have painted. And Pierce is like, well, what, what do you want me to do? And he says, well, this painting got sent to me months after the death from a warehouse. 
well actually it didn't tell you from warehouse you find out in the start of the game when you visit the island which i can't remember the name it's not dark water is it i can't remember the vibes you get to the dark and just walk in the dark this this whale gets beached and it's like this big teeth marks out when you like walk and do that to a whale you go to the pub there's like whole like mafia thing going on it's just such a good game story like 10 out of 10 vibe 10 out of 10 and for someone who like absolutely loves lovecraft it was great it didn't rely on like guns like sink and city did and it, it didn't it wasn't in your face like it was just dark it was eerie i a lot of people would argue with that and say sink and city was better it wasn't for game as a game it was good but for a lovecraft like adaptation it was terrible i mean absolutely not yeah i don't even think it had much to do with lovecraft i mean i've, I've got like all his stories in a book right next to me <laughs> i don't remember anything about relia being a new york city where the fucking water sky falls down sometimes as far as i'm aware as far as i'm aware number seven the last one the resident evil games now there's so many and i know i should choose one but i couldn't be asked going for them all so just put 10 out of 10 i love them all um if you don't know the resident evil games i'm not going to describe it to you watch them all yourself there's plenty play them yourself i keep saying watch because a lot of games i play i actually end up watching the entire game beforehand see if you don't know about me i absolutely love video essays basically just like shit youtube documentaries not even shit good like in depth on the most random of topics like you don't need to know all that kind of in depth and um yeah <laughs> so i'll watch a game and like watch someone else play it or watch them others do like a breakdown of it you can get spoiler free ones which is kind of hard but and then i play it myself sometimes I play a game beforehand and then watch one but if you really want to know all about Resident Evil without playing every single game and trying to chronologically piece it together just watch an explanation on it so that's it for the top 7 games Um, personally I will always love Call of Cthulhu but it's obviously not the best on the list I think Cry of Fear I've never put my finger on it I think it's so good I actually don't even think I could put it in a place, like a position. I just... I couldn't, like... It was hard for me to even give it that score. Because it was just... It's a good game, and it's got a good vibe, a good message. It's just all around good. Maybe even better than good, just good, good. Silent Hill, obviously, it's a classic. As I sit down, Paul's my favourite Silent Hill which is so, so, so controversial, but I think it was really good. It was, it knew monsters, even though they were quite annoying. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Trying to think what else, Postal. I just think had more of like a, uh, more of a political thing for me. (laughs) Postal, the other Postal games are funny. Like the first Postal's not, but the other Postal games are funny. Like um, there's a meme going about just still see today about uh, we sent my petition that's the thing you do in postal and they don't send your petition you just shoot them in the head <laughs> um, what else what else was it? what else did I put there 
trying to think without looking. Can <laughs> we stop? Can we stop? Can we stop? Can we stop? I've got to look. I can't remember. There was another game on Pathologic. When I first like experienced Pathologic, it was amazing. Then I started like doing it again, and again, and playing again. I just didn't like it as much, which is really weird because I love the vibe. It's got like a weird medieval yet modern yet Russian yet European, which is Russia, I suppose, but it's not Eurasia. Um, yeah, I couldn't describe Pathologic. I mean. It's just theatrical, and I don't really like theatre or anything, but the, the way, like, the story kind of acknowledges itself. You'll get that if you play the game, like, the game knows it's a game, and yet still insists that you have to find a cure for a fictional town. It's a bit weird. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got. I, I'm only 12 minutes in, I don't really know what else I can talk about. 13 minutes in, I don't really know what else I can talk about. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, if you'd like me to, see, if you'd like me to, if you, oh my god, <laughs> if you would like to see more podcast episodes like these, um, let me know. You know, there's Twitter, or just let me know, <laughs> and I will do. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening, and I will see you later. Bye bye. Thank you.